Yeah, I was able to read it. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so nice. We're going to um, going to have quite a number of contributions there. Um, okay, so let me just quickly read read it. Um, Let me share my screen so that uh, we read it together. The book of Psalms, chapter 37. Psalms 37. Let's see. Okay. From verse 1 to 11. Um, okay. All right. Can you see my screen? Yeah. Yeah, I can see your screen. All right. Okay, so I'll quickly read. It says, Do not fret because of evil doers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. But they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. But this is verse three, right? If I continue, this is verse three. I, 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 I like to, okay, when, probably when I'm talking, when we're talking about it, I would like to use the King James. James, it's the way the King James puts it. But... Um, to me, it made um, not that I didn't understand this, but it, it kind of made more sense. So, verse 3 trust in the Lord and do good, dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. Verse 11. The meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The Lord bless the reading of his word. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So let's uh, let's take it two by two, right? Um, so we'll take verse one and two, discuss on it. Like I'd like to hear, you know, what everyone thinks, what their thoughts are concerning what it's trying to say, what the psalmist is trying to say. Then we'll go to three and four. 
He said to, to so that we move, we move faster. So verse one and two, do not fret because of evil doers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herbs. Um, first of all, what does it mean to fret? To whine, worry, and complain. Okay, yes. Whine, worry, complain, be anxious, grumble. Yeah, those are words that are um, synonymous with the word fret. And what do we think the psalmist is saying here? It says, do not fret because of evil doers, not be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down on the grass. Why do you think he's saying this? What must have made, why do you think someone, obviously he's talking to those who are not of the company of evil doers, right? So what will make somebody, of course, fret because of evildoers or be envious of the workers of iniquity? Maybe because um, what the evildoers are doing or, this, or what the workers of iniquity are doing are, are making them prosperous. They are, they are um, successful or they are being successful whatever activity they, they're finding themselves doing. Mm. Although it's not good or it's not, although it's evil or it's not good, but then mm. they still find themselves successful. So I think it's telling people who are actually trying to, or people who are actually stem, steadfast in the world that um, they shouldn't be anxious or they shouldn't be worried about those who are successful even while doing evil. Mm. Or we should not, or they shouldn't um, be I'm envious of those who are actually making it or uh, being successful in the ways of the evil one. Or I don't, I don't think I'm trying. To... Yeah, being being successful in their even in their quote unquote evil deeds, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Anyone else wants to shed more light with their thoughts? Yeah, I think what I'm going to say is similar to what he said, but um, we see that even in our world today, like people who often um, do good are suffering, the righteous are suffering, and we see that the people who are evildoers, you know, they have prosperity um, as a result of doing evil. But then when we read in verse 2, um, it lets us understand that those who are evil and they are prosperous as a result of being evil, that mm. prosperity will be soon cut down because it would mm. be um, it would be only temporary. For it says, "For they shall soon be cut down like the like the grass, and wither as the green herb." And that is why um, David says in verse one that we should not um, we should not worry. And we should not complain because 
if they're being prosperous as a result of being evil, it will be cut short. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much. Dan, any, any thoughts? Oh, yeah, that pretty much. You cannot do the prospect. I can hear you. Sorry, can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, man. Like, for him to say not to fret and not to be envious of them is because they clearly, if you look around, they seem to be prospering actually. And then it can make you wonder, like, it seems like you're, you're missing out, like that fear of missing out or fear of like having the short end of the stick because they seem to be bullying, seem to be prospering. And it seems like there are no repercussions, but you trying to be noble on the other end keeps on getting hit with stuff. And it seems like, okay, like, what's the point? So I think that's why he would say that don't fret or don't envy them. Okay. Yeah, that one is right. Because it's, you know, like you said, if you bring it, you bring it like home, right? Um, first of all, when he says fret, I, I kind of really... Um, really wanted to understand that word, but those two words, fret and then envious, of course, we know the meaning, right? In terms of when we, we use the word, and we use the word a lot, but I mean, envious, maybe not fret, but the meaning, which is worry, things you say, anxious, but check, check the word. And it also means to be angry, to be grieved, to be rough, to be displeased. You know, and like everyone has said, you know, it is because maybe evil doers are prosperous, right? <laughs> or it looks like they're prosperous. And you who is trying to follow the right way, you, know, you are, it's like they're having it even easier. And you are there like struggling and kind of thing. You're like, okay, it's like Daniel said, what's, you're like, what's the point? That kind of thing, and um, so it's 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 it can. I, I see it as there is a he's saying he's saying all this to to also point out the possibility of okay, don't get offended. You can say that right, but one not to get displeased or offended or angry because of. You know, evil doers prospering in their way. And I also, um, okay, when you look at the word envious, of, of, obviously, after getting, and you see that, so they are, they, are, they are either, there are two responses that one can take to the situation like this. Is it that people get angry, right? Or, the heart becomes envious of their ways. I would say the reason why this is mentioned is that we, we live in a fallen world and many don't, many don't have the fear of the Lord and are not following him and his ways yet 
they are quote, quote unquote prospering and succeeding even in the selfish and wicked ways. And this can cause the ones who are actually following God and the way of righteousness to feel angered or worried or to fret or grieved or displeased and even be envious of them thinking that, okay, the grass is greener on the other side, especially if they are not prospering like the world or they're not getting the results they hope to get. That's what everyone is saying, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, people do us here. I wrote people do us here can be those who are boastful and do not, of course, do not fear the Lord and are prosperous in their iniquity and their ways, like everyone has mentioned. Then there are some scriptures that, you know, that just buttresses what we're saying. If you read, as you can see my screen, um, Psalm 73. Psalm 73 is closely related to what, you know, the psalmist in David is saying in Psalm 37. You really see God, truly God is good to Israel, to such as are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. That is, I almost made a previous mistake. What's the mistake? Says verse 3, for I was envious of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. So, this is this is this is exactly you know, what we're talking about. Here's a you know person saying you know he he, he almost slipped he almost you know um, because he was envious of the boss. Um, another scripture I'd like to open is in the book of Proverbs chapter twenty three. From verse 17 to 19. It says, do not let your heart envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. Verse 18 says, for surely there is a hereafter. This, this is now, this verse 18 you can relate it to what verse 2 is saying. You know, verse 2 of Psalm 37 now kind of tells us yeah, the end. Say, so surely there is a hereafter, and your hope will not be cut off. Hear, my son, and be wise, and guard your heart in the way. So, you also see that this thing is also a heart thing, right? And when I check the meaning of one of the meanings of envious, because uh, the word that will come to one's mind is to be jealous. Um, but another word that I didn't really think of before that I saw when I checked the meaning of envious was zealous. Zealous. And what does it mean to be zealous? To be eager to do something. 
Yes, you get to do something, pursue something, you know, be passionate about something. So then you now check this scripture. No wonder in this in this uh, Proverbs 23, if you see verse 17, gives you the, the alternative, the equivalent. It says, do not let your heart envy. What about envy? Sinners. But then it, it now says, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. That's what will protect one's heart from being envious, even of you know, the ways of sinners or the ways of ones. Or because they are prospering and maybe things are not moving in the way that you want to move on your own end. Also understanding that you know there is a fear of God. Um, so we need to guard our hearts like this scripture is saying. Um, another scripture um, is the same Proverbs the next chapters, Proverbs chapter 24. Aha, you can even see in verse one, it says, do not be envious of evil men or desire to be them. You know, but where I'm going to is verse 19. Verse 19 and 20. Verse 19 and 20 kind of says the same thing. It says, do not fret because of evil doers, nor be envious of the wicked. For there will be no prospect for the evil man the lamp of the wicked will be put out. Again, he's showing you the end. The end. So, um, to be zealous, like you said, to be fervent, to be passionate, showing great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of the cause or objective. So, when he says, let your heart not envy sinners, it, it, it talks about guarding their heart. So, it's a heart issue. The letter had not lost or yearn for the works of iniquity because the people are doing it and they are possible. And it looks like ah, God is not doing anything or they are not, you know. Yeah, just looks like they are possible. Um, verse 2 reveals their end. And when you read, Psalms 92. So 92 verse 7. You know, the way it describes, it describes the wicked, like, you know, it said they shall be cut off. Like, um, how, how does it put it? How does verse 2 put it? Again, say they shall be cut off like what? Is it like the grass? Yeah, I think so. Like the grass, yeah. Yeah. Like the grass, and then wither like the green herb. Is it green herb? Yes, yes. It's green herb. Yeah. Yes. But they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither like the green herb. So comparing them to like how you know, like plants. Yes. And we see this in some like Psalm 92 verse 7, you see, it says, when the wicked spring up like grass, when all the workers of iniquity flourish, it is that they may be destroyed forever. So this reveals that when it happens like that, right, it's kind of like a trap. It's a snare. 
for those who want to do evil. You know, when somebody tries something and it's working, they will not see any need, isn't it, to mm-hmm. change. <laughs> if somebody has been doing, has been prospering through wickedness for the last 10 years, do you think they will change anything in the 11th year? No. Even if someone comes to say, this way you are doing is not good. As long as they try it and it still works, there is that deception to work, to continue. Isn't it? It has to take, it has to take someone that is truly probably repentant, right? Penitent. That looks beyond maybe the results they're getting to change at that point. Like the, the very act of God For them to change, even though it's still working. It just it takes the hand of God to do that. But it's human heart over something has been working over years. It's difficult for a person to change, especially if it is, you know, just like we're talking about, if it's if, if that way is the way of evil. Or wickedness. Because they've grown to trust in that way. They've grown to rely. Some people they've built something, especially if it's over time, they've built all their probably livelihood and everything. So to tell them to stop is like then it's like trying to it's like telling them to die. <laughs> right? So um but yeah, he said it is that they may be destroyed. Um, then the last scripture before we now move to the next uh, verse is from the same chapter that we're reading. Some 37 from verse 35. 39. He says, I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a native green tree. Again, comparing to that. Yet he passed away. And behold, he was no more. Indeed, I sought him, but he could not be found. Starts the end of the wicked, right? Verse 37 says, Mark the blameless man and observe the upright, for the future of that man is peace. When I read this, this, the scripture that came to mind is, you know, when it talks about, because the blameless man is the man who has walked, is walking with the path of righteousness. And scripture says that the, the, the work of righteousness is peace and the effect. Righteousness is quietness and confidence forever. So that scripture that came to mind when I read this verse, it says, but the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The future of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. 
So, let's move to the next verse. Next verse says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land. Okay, I said I want to use the King James version here. Can we see the King James? Yes, we can. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. So shall thou, so shall thou dwell in the land. That's why I say let me use it because of it kind of it's kind of gives the second part as a as a result. Of the first part. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land. And verily thou shalt be fed. And then verse 4 says. Delight yourself also in the Lord. And shall give you the desires of your heart. Okay so. Let's take one. Let's take them one by one. These two verses. First one. What, 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 what do we have to say? Concerning verse 3. Thoughts? Any thoughts? Because verse 3 is like, you know, you know after him saying, do not fret, because this is the end. Then he now says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Okay. So for me, uh, for me, when I read, um, when I read, when I read verse three, where it states that we got to trust in the Lord, um, the first thing that came to mind was a scripture that says, um, it is impossible to please God without faith and so I said to myself that trusting trusting in the Lord um, requires trusting the Lord um, requires um, faith and scripture lets us understand that it is impossible to please God without faith and so when you go down to when you go down to um, that verse four it says delight yourself also in the Lord that delight means to um when it says delight also in the lord it also means to delight in his word and there are multiple places throughout the psalms that let us know the benefit um we get as a result of you know delighting in god's word which is himself um in psalm 1 it says that blessed first it says praise the lord and it says Blessed is the man who fears the Lord and worships him. And it says, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on the earth. So as a result of delighting in God's word, which is himself, we also benefit from it. And our descendants, so the people that come after us in our entire household, will be mighty on the earth. So that's what I got when I read this. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. So, um, 
First of all, it takes faith. Well, faith is impossible to destroy. Anyone else wants to share their thoughts? Any thoughts? Okay. Yes, no. Um, so when when I read it, trust in the Lord and do good. Um first of all, the word trust, as we know, is having you know. With confidence in something or someone, in their ability. Um, and in this case, it is in God. So to trust, like we've talked about many times, is to like take root, you know, take root in, to be settled in, to find rest in, to be confident in, to be sure in to be secure in, to put your hope in. And in this case, like I said, trust in the Lord. Be rooted in the Lord, be settled in the Lord, find rest in the Lord, be confident in the Lord, be sure in the Lord, be secure in the Lord, put your hope in the Lord. And then it says, and do good. And anyway, I say, you know, I say good, of course, I just think of, okay, God. Because only God is good. And that's what I tell myself. Only God is good. And when he says do good, I believe he's saying do the works of God. Do what he wants to do. what he wants you to do. So basically mm -hmm. do, what, do what pleases him. Or do what is right in his sight. That's what I believe is saying there. He says, do good. Like I said, only God is good. When you look at it in that context. So trust in the Lord. Be rooted in him. Find rest in him. And then do what is right in his sight. Do what pleases him. Do what he wants you to do. And like I said, using the King James way, what it says, so shall thou dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Or Jordan says, and you shall be continually fed. You shall be fed. So when you trust in the Lord, you take root in him, find rest in him, and then you do. Of course, doing what, that's why I like the angle that she learned, bringing up faith. Doing what doing good is actually it takes faith to do the works of God, to do what He wants you to do. It's by faith. Um, when you do this, it says, So shall you dwell in the land. And I say this in two ways: dwell in the land and, and be and be fed. Making James announces feed on his faithfulness. So 
When it says dwell in the land, I see it in two ways. Dwell in the land in, in the sense, okay, where you where you are, and you shall dwell in the land wherever you are, you shall you know, continue to experience his faithfulness, his faithfulness, you shall be nourished by it, you shall be fed by his faithfulness. The other part is when he says dwell in the land, it's me thinking, okay. Remember, he says trust in the Lord. So you have taken confidence in the Lord. So you are now in the Lord and you're doing what he wants you to do. So he says, so shall you dwell in the land. The land can also be, so shall you dwell where he is in the kingdom of God and feed on his faithfulness and be fed by his faithfulness or feed on his faithfulness. And one scripture that I want to use to explain this even further is one of my favorite scriptures. I always mention it. So let me say it many times. Jeremiah 17, 78. Blesses the man who trusts the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. Right? Says he shall be like a tree planted by the waters that takes its that spreads out its root or takes root by the river. Right? Meaning that it shall what? Be continually nourished, isn't it? By the river, by the waters, right? Do you agree? Yeah, I do. Okay. So, and as I was pondering on this, right, I realized that, you know, when we talked about the faith, remember when we talked about the faithfulness of God and I said, I, I, I mentioned that in the word, I said, where regardless of what, you know, what happens, God is faithful, right? Do you remember? Yes. Yeah, I remember. Yes. And when I was, when I was pondering on this, it, 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 it kind of hit me that that is how even the waters, you know, it says, blesses the man who trusts the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. Meaning it is the man who took, so I hope I'm able to articulate what I want to say. So it is the man who took that position or took that step to position himself in the Lord, and because he took that position, he, he will be like the tree. So he'll be fed, or he'll be nourished, right? Continually by the Lord because of that position. But regardless of his position, it doesn't undermine the faithfulness of the Lord. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, or I should explain further. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Say what? Uh, you're like, maybe you should explain for yourself that, yeah. Because... I currently understand, though. Okay, okay. So, 
Okay, so let me let me let me say it again. So let me use the plant, right? To explain what I'm saying. So the plant or the tree planted by the waters, right? Or whose roots are spread out by the river is if you read that scripture, okay, let me quickly open it. So that you see all the benefits um, that it says concerning. You can see it, right? Yes. It says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, right? And whose hope is the Lord. This for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spread out his root by the river. Then it now tells us the effect of that positioning of the tree by the waters. It says, it will not fear when the heat comes. Heat there represents affliction of the species, you know, trials, right? It will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. So, I would say I said that when I was pondering on this, right? Because remember, even though it's using the tree, the plant, it takes root in the waters to illustrate what he's saying. Remember, the main thing he's talking about is the man who puts his trust in the Lord and who makes the Lord his hope, isn't it? Now, just like the plant, I said that. So the water does not cease to be water, whether or not the plant takes root by it. I don't know if you understand. Sure. Do you understand? Yes. Isn't it? Yes, true. Uh -huh. So instead, the plant, because it has taken its position itself by the waters, it will now feed. On the on on the um, it will be fed or nourished by the water, isn't it? Yes. But whether it takes root by it or not, the water will still be a nourisher or a supplier, isn't it? Yes. So that's why I said so. Also, with God, right? Whether yes. or not man, do you get what I'm saying? God yeah, is still what. Good. Yes, that's why that's what I was trying to explain. Daniel, did you get Sheila? Yes, I understood. Yes, the, I mean, the, I, I was pondering on it and it, it, you know, and the scripture, and that's what it came to mind. So, when it says that the, like I said, the water or the river doesn't need to move. It doesn't move or change for it to be a nourisher or a supplier. Right? It is its nature to do so to any plant or tree that is planted or rooted by it. It is when the plant positions itself or is positioned by the waters. That's when it will be fed by the constant nature of the river as a nourisher. So also the man who takes root in God, fed by God's faithfulness, 
but God is faithful. Regardless, that's just what I wanted to um, point out. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when we trust in the Lord and we do, say, so shall we dwell in the land. We shall dwell in him and we shall be fed continually, nourished by his faithfulness. Why? Remember, this is in response to what he said in verse 1. You know, do not be envious so that we can, why saying this is so that we can be secure in the Lord. Because when the heart, realize when the heart is secure in God, there will be no room for envy, there will be no room for um, offense or anger. Even when you see wicked men prospering, you understand that you even have compassion and, you know, yes, compassion that, ah, this is like you trap, you know. Um, Because for everything, I realized that for everything, it is the end of a thing that matters the most, not how a thing starts. Do you agree? Sure. A person might start off, yeah, a person might start off you know, might not start off well, might start off as a bad person. And then you just, you have written out that person. You don't know that at some point in their life, there will be a transformation. And then the person becomes you know, something that you never expected the person to become. Someone that you never expected the person to become. And that's how they end. Now, you realize that what, how the person was in the beginning now does not matter. It's how the person what is now. That's how they remember. So, so a person might start off well, and then you know there is the 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 they turn to something else. You know, will be remembered by the end. Scripture even puts it this way. It says, better, um, better is the end of the thing than the beginning thereof. So it, it, it doesn't matter how you start, it matters how you end. Um, then it says, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give it. End. Delight yourself also, yes, in the Lord, and he shall give it his desire for you. Have talked about this before here, right? All right. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay, or oh, does anyone want to shed light? Is it really the size of your heart? Um, I'm not really sure. I don't know. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, Who is the question again, please? That's four. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thoughts. Said, so is it really the desires we have? Like, what, what, what do you think is saying? Oh, okay. It says, delight yourself also, also in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. And so I, I, I mentioned before that um, delighting yourself in the Lord also means delighting in the word. And as you saturate yourself with his word, his um, desire in his word becomes your desire. And that's why, because um, his desire becomes your desire, according to scripture, he will then grant the desires of your heart because he is um, answering himself. Yeah, I'll put it that way. Everyone else agree? Yeah, I do. I agree. Because God had, God had given me the desires of my heart since I was born. <laughs> <laughs> trouble. <laughs> Big trouble. I don't think we'll be here. You know. So it's obviously speaking from a place from a place of remember when I said this time I talked about mingled spirit, right? That you becoming one, join to the Lord. To see who's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So you join to the Lord, and then you, you know, as it says, delight yourself in the Lord. Take joy in him, find joy in him, you know. And then in this, in that space or in that uh, uh, joining, there is an exchange. Begins to, like she said, begins to renew your desires, give you new desires, desires that are true, desires that are right, desires that are according to what is good, according to his will, according to what is good. So it is the desires of Jesus was the desires of his word in your heart. That, that is the, those are the desires that he will give you. Because I always ask people, I always ask people this question that maybe think that this is saying that anything in your heart if you desire, God will give you. I say no. So the question I always ask is. Is God obliged to give you, obligated to give you anything that is not according to his will? Is he? I don't think so. No, he's not. <laughs> Everything he wants to give you is what is according to his will, right? Yes. Because, yes, because... That is what is good for you. If if God gives, I said it here, but God gives, God gives me what I want, but what is not according to experience is not good. It's a trap. It's a snare. It's not good. The best is to go and pray, Lord, take this thing away. Give me your, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's because, of course, 
the scripture that says his thoughts for us are thoughts of good, not of evil, to give us hope and the future or unexpected end. So his will is always what is good for us. We might not realize it at first, many times. See, we're dealing with the one, with the ageless one. We're dealing with the one who's eternal. We're dealing with the one who rules outside of time. So he knows the end of your life, even from its beginning. So he knows what is good. He knows the reason why he chooses certain things or says certain things. So, Verse 5. Verse 5 says, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. So I want to ask, I want to ask a question. It, it, the first time I came across this, right, and I was studying it, I looked at it. I looked at it very well. It says, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Is it possible? When did this see? The way he wrote trust also is like it's it's an added thing to the first line. So it's telling you to do one thing that it says also do this. Isn't it? Yeah. So is it possible to commit? Is it possible to is it possible to commit? something into mm-hmm. someone's hands and still not trust. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to shed more light? Yeah. Because for me, at times, right, yeah. I want to maybe, let's say I have plans, I want to commit into God's hands, but also at the same time, I am filled with anxiety and worry and even trying to figure out my own option while committing into the Lord's hand. But like scripture says here that if you commit, you are to also trust him, to be confident in him. And it says he shall bring it to pass. So yeah, giving everything to him and also trusting him, like not giving it to him and then being filled with anxiety, you know, mm-hmm. worrying, because if you are filled with those things, that means you're not trusting God. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you so much. Yeah. Exactly. The example, the illustration I even gave to mine was it's like putting money in a bank, right? Even mm-hmm. though it's not in my possession and it's in the possession of the bank, it's there. And I'm still worried. I hope this I hope this book can secure my money. I hope like I'm having sleepless nights. And I'm always going there to check. Is my I want to see my money. Bring it out. Let me see, <laughs> right? That means I don't trust the bank, even though I have given them, committed my money, right? Into, you know, their possession. So also, like you said, the example you gave, you know, when it says, commit your way to the Lord, it now says, trust also in him. Trust is what now makes us feel secure. We're not anxious, we're not worried, we're not perturbed, we're settled, we found rest. So we're at peace. You know, we're at 
peace is to commit, is to give, but to trust is to find rest, is to be secure in, in, in something and someone. So yes, that, that is exactly what um, he's saying. And when he says commit your way, another thing that came to mind was you know, a person's way. A person's way, because when he says trusting, when he says trust, I realize trust has to do with the heart. Isn't it? Do you agree? Yeah. Let's do with the heart. Um, because a person's ways is according to what is in the heart. So when it says to commit your way to the Lord, I also believe he's saying commit your heart to the Lord, right? And trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. This is his anxiety, like you said, anxiety is in my heart, worry or doubt, unbelief. So, um, yeah, trust is what cancels all of that out, even though we've committed something into the Lord's hand. Verse 6 now says, He shall bring forth your righteousness as the, as the light and your justice as the new day. What does it mean? By bringing forth your righteousness as light, as the light. Justice is to do, do we understand this? First of all, do we understand this? Yes, no, yes, no. Does anyone understand it? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, thought no one's hearing. I said, does anyone understand verse 6? Yes or no? I mean, if no. you don't understand, you can say no. <laughs> no. No. No, actually, I don't. Okay. So when it says, when it says it shall bring forth your righteousness as the, as the light, what, what it's saying is, you know, by doing all of this from verse, you know, uh, verse 3, Everything that we've talked about, you know, trusting the Lord, working in faith, doing what He pleases, what pleases Him, sorry, what He wants, uh, committing your ways to the Lord and trusting Him. All of this 
is you being in what? Right standing with the Lord, isn't it? Yes. So when he says he shall bring forth your righteousness into your life, he's saying that he shall make your right standing with him as a light that shines. Does that make sense? So your your before men, right? Men will see your right standing with God. You shall make it shine bright that men may see. And your right standing with God will not be like a light shines. So people will see your life, right? See your work with God and say, ah, this is the way to go. Why did they say this is the way to go? Because it's only light that makes manifest, that shows the way, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So that's why he's saying that he, when all of this happens, he shall bring forth your righteousness as light. He shall make your right standing with him, with God, as a, as a pointer, as a Point. light to men. Sorry. Did you say something? No, I didn't say anything. Okay. So he shall bring it as a light. Men. So men shall see, men will see it and say, ah, this is the way to go. So basically, make your light shine because of your alignment with the rest of it. JK, you understand now? Okay. It says, and your justice as the noonday. Justice there is also judgment in the sense that he shall, he shall make or righteous judgment, which is justice. So he's also saying, apart from your right standing with him, even your salvation, the way he would come through for you, the way he would handle your situation. For example, maybe uh, somebody wants to harm you. This is just for illustrative, but someone wants to harm you, and then God now comes in and brings salvation to save you, to deliver you, right? When he says it shall be as the noonday, the noonday is also like. We know how it is when it's 12 noon, right? It's kind of like the brightest during the day. Um, if I'm, yeah. Isn't it? Yes. Yes. So he's also telling you that the way he will also come through for you shall be a light. Isn't it? Right. Huh. People will see it and say, ah. God is with this person. Do you understand? So it will still point to you. still use it to get the glory through your life. Is it clear? Yes, please. So that's what is that's what that verse says. Shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. The seven says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Again, it's about rest. Finding rest in the Lord is, so finding rest in the Lord is, or does anyone want to say something concerning rest? What does it mean to find rest in the Lord? Anyone has an idea? 
Yeah, yes. Find the rest in resting. Resting in the Lord also means trusting um, in Him. Yes, please trust Him. Yes. Uh, Hebrews, Hebrews 4, Hebrews 4 talks about rest. And so if I ask now, right, I thought about this a while ago. Um, if I ask, what do you do when you want to relax? You want to rest. You go lay what down. Rest? Okay, say that again. Oh, I said you go and lay down. Okay, for you, you lay down. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or everybody that lays down going to rest. No, you can watch a movie. <laughs> so, are these the things that? Someone else is forcing you to do other things that you like to do. That's what I like to do. Okay. So basically, it's not like you're not doing anything. Just that switch from what probably you have to do or you need to do to what you want to do. Mm -hmm. That's rest, right? Yes. Yes. But when the nurse says rest in the Lord, Finding rest in God. What does it? What do you think it now means? Using that same mm -hmm. explanation. Remember, when we talk about just rest in itself, right? It's what mm -hmm. you want to do. When I says find rest in God, what do you think he's saying? So Hebrews 4.10, hmm? mm -hmm. why we're thinking? Hebrews 4.10 says, can we see it? Yeah, we, I can see it. Okay. Hebrews 4.10, again, Hebrews 4 is talking about rest. What rest really means. It says for, okay, uh, let me just restart. Let me just read uh, uh, 9 and 10. There remains therefore a rest for the people of God, for he who has entered his rest has himself also seized from his works as God did from his. So to save the long, because um, if I really wanted to explain rest, it might take us, I sidetrack us, but basically what he's saying is, you find rest in the Lord, right? It means yes. seizing from your own works and then doing the works of the Lord. Remember when I talked about okay, what is rest in self for you, right? You said to lay down, isn't it? Watch a move. Yes, please. All right. Because that's what you would like to do, isn't it? But then now, entering God's rest hmm, is you 
seizing from what you want to like your ambitions, your purpose, you understand, the pursuit, and then what switching to what God would have you do, his purpose, and that becomes that's where you now do you understand basically his will for your life. That's what it means, truly means to what we call Sabbath, Shabbat, which means rest. Remember in, in the shop in the Sabbath, right? You're not supposed to do quote unquote, you're not supposed to do any work. Yeah. Isn't it? Is it yeah. day they say they set aside, you're not supposed to do any work, right? Yes. But you if you read in time of Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was healing people on his Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And that, that made the Pharisees upset. And why are you doing what is unlawful on Sabbath? And Jesus said, Tell me, is it um, which is which is is it uh, evil to do good on the Sabbath? Remember our definition of good. Remember when I say good is. Right? Yes, that's something, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Remember, uh, only God. Yes, or doing the works of God, right? So, it means Jesus was not breaking the Sabbath. He was actually doing the Sabbath. It's just that the Pharisees did not understand what Men. Do you understand? So mm-hmm. when Jesus was healing on the Sabbath, he was actually doing what he was, he was actually doing the will of God. He was actually doing what God wanted him to do. Do you understand what I mean by rest doesn't mean you are not doing anything? That's what they didn't understand. It means switching from what you want to do to what God wants you to do. That's why it says, just as the Lord also ceased from his work. Meaning that the moment God created man, all his attention, all his, this, all his mind, everything had to do with what? Man. I don't know if you understand one thing. If, I, if it's clear. Yep, I understand what you're saying. You know the scripture that says, what is man that you are mindful of him? Mm-hmm. Yes, that means God's mind is full of man. Right? And in this dispensation, you realize that this is everything that has to, everything that heaven is up to, everything that God is up to, is not about the angels. It's not about, the, it's about the, the race, man, the creature, man. Every, every, everything that is going on now, this is put in heaven. Everything that is, it has to do with man. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. So you see him the same way, right? Mm-hmm. We enter into God's rest. Everything that we do 
has to do good. You have to be mindful of who? Of God. So I don't know if that's clear. Rest. Oh, it's not still clear. I understand. Yeah, I understand. Okay. So that's what it truly means to find rest. So it says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Wait patiently. To be patient is, is to, you know, the ability, capacity to endure, delay, suffering without complaining more. As patient. So rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret. Do not complain. Do not because of Him who prospers. Take note of what He says. Because of Him who prospers in His way. Not him who prospers in the way of the Lord. So he's talking about somebody who is prospering in the way of self. Do you see that? In his way. Remember, this scripture is about two kinds of people, right? The ones yeah, who and the righteous. Yes, but you see that here it reveals the how do I put it? It reveals the, the genesis of that which he calls wicked. Mm-hmm. It says what? Him who prospers in his word, in his way. Because if you look at the, the real enemy, right? I told you before, the real enemy of God itself. That was what Satan used. Yes, that was what opened the door even for the first sin. It's obedience, but if you see the, the reason for that disobedience, for that disobedience, but because of self, Bible says that an Eve saw what? Because of what? The enemy told her, You shall not surely die, but in, for God knows that in the day that thou shalt eat the fruit, you shall surely be like God, knowing. The difference between good and evil. So Bible now says that and Eve saw the fruit, it was desirable to eat, and saw that it was good for food and able to make her wise. So what was driving that desire was what? So, so. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So that opened the door for this opinion. And you can see that from that one door, eh, we have what we have today. <laughs> this is From that one door that same, I don't think there's anything. It has opened the door to so many things. Now, it has opened the door now. We have all kinds of, you know, uh, depravity and Perversion. But it started with one door. Isn't it? So, it says, do not fret because of him who prospers in his way. 
because of the man who brings wicked things to pass. Because many times, at the beginning, self might look harmless. But mm-hmm. the fruit of self always brings fruit. The fruit of self always reveals its wickedness at some point in time. You understand? Because it's self, at some point in time, you will begin to see the fruit that, the, the bad fruit. So you, at some point, you see pride, right? At some point, you see loss. At some point, you see, you'll be seeing, you see ego, you see so many things that are not part of the fruit of the spirit. Which at the end of the, at the, at the root of it, Bible refers to it as wicked. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. For evildoers, okay, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. It only causes harm, like I said, like we have we've been saying, causes one to worry, right? Anxious. Yeah. And it does not even help. It doesn't help at all. It doesn't help. It actually makes it worse. It makes it worse, yes. Yeah. When a, when person, when a person worries, whenever we worry, I've just realized that worry can never change it. It just makes it worse. So at some point, when I just come to that point, like, Whatever wants to happen, let it happen. <laughs> yeah. Do you get? There's mm-hmm. no point. Hey, this thing. In after worry, after worry, I'm just like, you know what? Why am I even? You'll find that once you come to that point, that thing loses its power over you, whatever it is. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Perish, I perish. You realize anybody that says, if I perish, I perish, they never perish. Yeah. The one that was, hey, my God, I will perish you. Now, it's those ones that perish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so again many times it's the fear that actually paralyzes people not even the situation it's the fear of you know, whatever the situation is that paralyzes people or that kills people first not the situation so Tells us do not be displeased, do not fret, and all of that. For evildoers shall be cut off. Again, he's trying to, you know, reiterate that end. He says, "Don't see, God is not mocked, right? Whatever a man sows, he shall reap. It might take a while, eh? but this God that we serve, I I fear him. See, when it comes to 
when it comes to reward, whether good or bad, yeah? whether good reward, yeah? mm. fear God, I tell you the truth. So, when a man is prospering in wickedness and thinking that, ah, okay, he has done it for five years, he's doing it for 10 years. The fact that it has taken that long, huh? it's already a snare. It's already a snare. So, <laughs> because if he knows, if he knows the God that we serve, of course, it takes the mercy of God to, for somebody to even realize that what they're doing is not good. But at that point, they realize it. You know, no matter what it costs them, they're willing. They're willing to forgo it. Say, ah, now I know. Forsake this way. Even though the thing maybe is still yielding, yielding you know, uh, uh, increase. Not that anything happened to it. It's just that they came to the knowledge of the truth. It's like the world we're living in, isn't it? You go tell a man that's prospering, right? In, in wicked ways, maybe in immorality or whatever, right? And he's prospering. You go tell him that, look, ah, repent to give your life to Christ so you never know when, you know, for you never know when the Lord will come, right? Or you never know when you, either he will come or you will go and meet him. Either way, right? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Either you don't know when you come, or you don't know when you you live when it will draw your last breath. You know? I mean the person. So ah, depends on you don't know. Now, if nothing is wrong, if nothing is happening to what he's doing. You will most likely disregard that one, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah, 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 because we live in a world that measures right or wrong by certain results. Not by what God is saying, but by good and good results, right? The world will tell you, ah, God is still a blesser. Leave him alone. Have you? Yeah. Whereas those people who are saying those that thing, hmm? Tomorrow now, anyway, sure. let me leave that. So that men are, men are very fit. You'll change tomorrow. Right tomorrow. Yes. If, if that same person, if we, if we, if we perish, tomorrow you say, ah, wow, 
for change now. <laughs> the same people. Mm-hmm. So, change more. So, yeah. So, um, but yeah, let me not overflow that. But yeah, do not fret. It only causes harm. Uh, then for evil to us shall be cut off. But those who wait on the Lord, they shall never be yet. So for yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you shall look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace, in the abundance of the effect of righteousness, which is peace, the effect of right standing with God peace, which ultimately everyone that, you know, that will spend eternity with God, that is one of the things they will enjoy. Perfect, complete, total, unshakable, unmovable peace forever and ever. Right? Yes. So, The one of the things, right, that the heart of what the scripture is saying, one of the things that I kind of pointed out, because out of everything you said, right, there's one thing, there's one theme, or one thing that I wanted to pull out. And one thing for me was, I mean, I'll ask you a question, maybe one thing that you feel that, you know. Feel God is saying, sending everything, just one thing that you can pull up. Feel God is saying with this scripture. Uh, for me, I'll start first. For me, is one thing that I pointed out was just that thing about not taking offense. Right? Because when it says, do not fret, do not be anxious. Do not be worried or do not be angry. Who do you think these people are angry at? The anger of God. At God, right? Remember the remember the story of the prodigal The other guy, the other son. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's angry, probably angry at the father. <laughs> yeah. That. See me, I'm always here. This one just came by. You're, you're doing this, you know. So, again, I'm just using the aspect of him being so they're angry at God. And, you know, I'm pondering on it today. Because I also, apart from this, you know, I read, I just read, don't for me, I just read uh, Matthew 24, where it was talking about, you know, Jesus talked about the, the, the end of age, things that come and happen. And one of the things he said was that, um, let me see if I can quickly, in those days that he says they will give you up unto tribulation, some of them they will kill you. Um, basically, they will get persecution, right? And then 
because of that, says many become offended. I know we're not talking about this, but I'm just using this to point out what. Do we see it? Verse 9. Verse 10. Verse 9 and 10. Yeah. Do we see it? Yeah. Yes. Verse 8. Verse 6. All this, okay, at the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to the tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for your name's sake. Not because you did something wrong, right? But because of the sake of Jesus Christ. Be hated by all nations. And then many will be offended. Why do you think they'll be offended? Because God didn't come through for them. Or they feel that way. Why am I going through? Why are we going through this, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, says, okay, I'm offended, and we betray one another, and we hate one another. You know. So I wanted to pick that. And like I said, they got me thinking, you know, I've, to be honest, right, I've been in a place where I was, I was, I was angry at God, right? Um, because of, again, it, it, if you look at it, Anywhere where you see somebody is offended and is many times it's tied to is that tied to tribulation or something a difficult situation. Remember John the Baptist was put in prison, right? And then he sent the same man that said, Oh, uh, that spoke highly of of of, of the Messiah, isn't it? Oh, there is the one to come. Whose shoes I'm not even worthy to tie. For this is he that baptizing the Holy Spirit. Before I was, he was. He's preferred before me. Right? Said all of that. Now, when he was thrown in, into prison, the says that he told his disciples to go and ask. And meet Jesus and ask him these questions. Are you the one that we are waiting for? Are you the one that we, are, we, we, we waited for? I have been speaking to Or should we expect another? Why did he ask that? Hmm? I think he asked that question. Because he was frustrated by the apparent, probably the apparent lack of result or evidence of things, like the kind of situation he was in. Yes. Probably he thought Jesus was, I don't know, maybe he also thought Jesus was bringing an earthly kingdom at that time. Oh, Jesus is still bringing, still ruling in the earth. Of course, it would be second coming, but this his first was not that. Probably he thought that was it. You know, him being in prison. That thought you 
the Messiah, isn't it? The Savior. You know. And then, but Jesus' response was, you know, Jesus, right in front of his disciples, healed the sick, you know, did a lot of miracles, and said, go and tell John what you see. Then now said something, said, blessed is he who is not offended because of me. So one thing for me, like I said, I pointed out is, is, is that thing of, you know, not to be offended, to just guard, guard one's heart. Because like I said, when one is not secure, it's the same thing that, it's the same thing Jesus said about those, when he talked about the parable of the sower, those that the seed fell on stony places. These ones, you know, we joy, they received the word, but when the heat, the plant, it grew, it germinated, or it was growing, but when the heat came, well, it was scorched and it withered. Then it, he interpreted it as those who received the word with joy, but when persecution or tribulation come as a result of the word, that they become offended and then they fall away. That offense always make people, that offense, the, the result of it is that it makes people discontinue the adventure in God, either in a gradual state, a lot of times it's in a slow gradual state. It's like a gradual discontinuance of pushing for that which is the truth. I don't know if you understand. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's a slow. It's like, first of all, they lose interest because they're offended. Why would this thing? Then they, then they just stop. They might still be, but they just stop. They don't turn. And then from there, they don't press. They used to pray because they are upset. They don't, know they, pray. they don't go deep. They just, you know, um, yeah, just slowly, 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 slowly. Some people, they eventually just, you know what, let's, let's, let's give this, let's give this God in. Let's, let's just put it aside. So they fall away or they, um, they cease from following the Lord. So it was just that thing, you know, always guarding our hearts. The only thing, you know, really, 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 that's why it says in that place to trust. That's why it says in that place to trust in the Lord. Right? When we take root in him, because one of the even that parable of so on, one of the reasons why it says they go to fence is because they because they had no root in themselves. They got they stumbled or they were they they they, they did not bear fruit. They were offended. You know, so there is that for me it was just that need of you know 
always taking root, continue to take root so that there's nothing that will happen, right? That will bring one to a place where they are offended with God. It's not, um, I mean, you can, you cannot, you can be in a place where ah, what was going on, but you know, you still find joy and you still find, even if it doesn't say anything, you say, Lord, you know best, you know, you still find your strength in him instead of withdrawing. Let that be a situation that will plunge you deeper, even deeper than you were before into God so that you, nothing else, nothing else, nothing else, be taken away from the Lord of God. So for me, that was that was one thing that of offense because these are this this that's what too will make will make many people fall away even in these last days. Offense because what they hoped for, what they thought, ah, God was going, it did not happen the way. Again, this can be due to different reasons, but that's not. Not, um, that's not my focal point. My focal point is that offense. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. Mm, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, so, so yes, yeah, for me, that was one thing that I, I, I really wanted to string out of everything. Just that need, but no. That one to guard one's heart diligently because out of it springs forth the issues of life, so that you don't find yourself being a place of offense because maybe because again, because of persecution, because of oh, people are what are these people are they are prospering, what's going on, and you know, I'm following them, that kind of thing. So, yeah, who wants to go next? The one thing that you to draw from study all that we said here. So. Okay, so for me, what stood out to me was a part in the verse that mentioned that we should, um, I think it's uh, 30, uh, some 37 plus five, that we should um, commit um, our way to the Lord and to also trust in him and he shall bring and he shall bring it to pass. And before that, it says, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. I mean, those um, those two verses stood out to me, especially five, because when it says commit your way to the Lord, a scripture that comes to mind in Proverbs, which says that we should submit everything to the Lord, and we should not lean on our own understanding. And then um, scripture also lets me understand through this that Many are the plan in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's will that will prevail. So when I read, and it says like, and I think scripture also says that um, many are the plans in a man's heart, but in the end, it will lead to destruction. And so when I read five again, you know, even as I am committing my, my way to the Lord and I am trusting the Lord, it is also preventing me from being distracted. And 
that um, also also delighting myself in the Lord. And as I delight myself in his word, saturate myself with the word of God, I, I become what the word says. And as a result of that, you know, scripture says we should abide in him and he will abide in us and we shall bear good fruit. That's what scripture says. So as I am saturating myself with scripture, I become more like him. My heart becomes like him. And then God has no option but to give me what I want, because in a way he will be answering his own desires because I've made his desire my desires. So, yeah, that's that's all for me. Thank you so much. So, who's next? No, me, I'm just still processing everything. <laughs> um, I say I'm just, I'm still just processing everything because. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. So essentially, I'm just, I did read it. I saw it during the day and I read it. Mm. Um, you know, I've, I've got a new insight and, you know, from, let's say, like the basic understanding that one gets from just reading it. But I'm still processing everything because, you know, like you say, I've, I found myself in this kind of, I can't lie, I found myself, I probably am in that point of, you know, at that point in my life, you know, so I'm just trying to process everything and yeah, yes, believing God for insight and to like make peace with it. Okay. You mean what I said, right? What I said? Yeah. First part. You know, like not not just even what you say, like I said, basically everything that has been said throughout the because like during the day I read it when you sent it and even the day presently, like the day I had, there are some things that happened today literally that kind of put me in that state again. It's like you know, you just start questioning everything. So um, you know, I can't I can't how will I put it? I cannot say. I can only be honest, you know. So I know I'm not well, I'm not at that point where you know how people go like, oh, like, you know, like what is being said, and it's like you delight in the Lord and his desires become your desires. Like I try to like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm a pretty decent person, and then these are one or two things I want and appending and you know, it's like okay, you're seeking for it, but then it's like, you know, the more you try to learn about it, the more it's like you at the end of the day, just forget about those things. Like it kind of invalidates anything, I mean, all of that. Because like, if you don't invalidate it, then literally it's not in line with this thing. And then, you know, so like I said, it's just, I'm trying to process everything, you know, and come to terms with it, you know, because it's a lot to take in. I, I, I understand. There is that, uh, I mean, it's at different levels, to be honest. So, I use myself as an example. When 
when God came for me, right? That whole process, that whole encounter, you know. Um, first of all, my encounter to me was like a dream. It's like, wait, like a Hollywood movie. Wait, what just happened just happened. <laughs> like, is my life about to change or what? You know, and it was a, it was a big struggle. Um, I remember. I remember. I. 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 I know. I, I. kind of struggled with that whole thing for if not up to six months. You know, struggled with it. Yes. For me, then coming from you know, music on the other side, I had the life I wanted to live. I had things I wanted to do. Plans. Had I had like you know recorded songs close to close to two albums, just waiting to be releasing them, you know. And here comes this whole experience, and they're telling you, uh, God say you are giving His glory to sing. And then you know, you know, He wants you to do. <laughs> wanted to do gospel, all of that, man. I was like, wait, 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 wait. First of all, me before, you know me before. I had no, no inclination to anything called gospel music, right? Nothing, none at all. I didn't used to listen to it. Sorry, but it was not. Not my thing at all. So when all that happened, it was it was hard. I won't lie that time. And then just trying to come to terms with it, I was asking a lot of questions in my heart within. So I would just leave everything like that. I said no, no. You know, of course at first. Still trying to see how, again, self-preservation. Trying to see how I can, okay, okay, let me give God like, like, like 40, 45%. And the more I was doing that, the more something within me was knew I was wasting my time. I was just prolonging things. It's not the way to go. Because they had already told me, the person had already told me, this way you are going to, this is not it to, and if you continue, this and this and this. And this. So, like I said, I know I struggled for like six months of that. It was one day after so much, you know, tussle within, or within. Of course, at this, like I said, at this point, I started reading the Bible, I started, you know, just encountering truth and, you know, his word and seeing a lot of things that I did not even know. Um, it was one day I just I looked at everything and I asked myself that question. I said, I said, Emeka, you, you, you've tried this thing away. 
all this all these years. It didn't work. And you know, you know how it has been. There's been frustration, so many depression on the way, you know, so many things. And now they've been, it has been revealed to you that the end for you, if you continue, the end that the enemy wants for you is madness. That's literally what they told you. That's what, that's what the enemy planned. If you continue, you will not still get to where you want before you decide to go. I said, God wants you to go this other way. Tanat. Excuse me. So I now. Bless you. Thank you. I know there was a scripture that came to mind, which again, then I was not so, not so conversant with scripture. But I know one scripture just came to mind that time, and it was, his thoughts for you are thoughts of good and not of evil. He give you hope on an expected end. So it was like this light bulb. I just asked myself, if God wants you to come this way, to move in this direction, that means it's good for you. Because you've tried it this way and it didn't work. You've tried it your way, it didn't work. And if you, continue, if you say you want to continue, they've already told you what is waiting for you somewhere. But your God is leading you this way. That means it's for your good. So then I ask myself, so why are you struggling with it? When I asked myself that question, it was like, like I said, it was like my eyes was open. My eyes were open. Why have you been struggling since? Just allow him. So it was that time I just said, ah, okay, I, I surrender. Right, and immediately I did that in terms of you know, okay, Lord, let's go. But my prayer was, Lord, I don't know how to, you know, I don't know my way in this, you know, new direction. I don't, I'm not sure how to go about this thing, you know. So, but please just guide me, help me. But that was the day that I stopped struggling. Where God wanted me to go. That was the day. Because prior to that, I was kind of ashamed to, to, to say, ah, to tell anybody, you know. Uh, once they ask me, what kind, what kind of music are you doing? I'll be like, uh, I forgot what the how I used to try to coin the, the genre. I didn't want to tell people that I was doing gospel. I think I said to me like inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> when they say oh, they say is it gospel? I say no 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 it's not gospel, it's not gospel. I'm not I don't like to be caged. I don't want to be boxed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like I said, 
the moment I just, you know, let go at peace. Because that's when God began to be in step by step, just other ones and then now that was one that's that's that was one level of you know i mentioned that because that was one i said because of what i said i said these things are at a different level that was one level of struggle there was a point in time in my life came with to again that of course this time i mean god through him and there was something that is there's something that he wanted me to wanted to something wanted me to accept a way. Ah! I will not lie. <laughs> that thing was, ah, that experience was like passing through the eye of a needle. I had to literally die. Right? But the moment I die, I lived again. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like life was given to me more again. I don't know, again, I don't know if that I don't know if that makes sense to any of us. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it it it's it's it literally had to take me dying to that which I wanted and what God wanted me. It took, I will not lie, it took some time. Yeah, because I struggled with that thing that God wanted. Yeah, I struggled. Oh, I wept. <laughs> I said, God, why are you trying to punish me? <laughs> but you see, you see now, right? Right now, I can laugh about it. Do you understand? I look back, and now that I am on this other side of life, dig it, I can look back at that experience. I'm seeing, I'm even seeing this phenomenon. I can look back at that experience and see that the reason why God chose that direction, because it was for my good. It was for my good. I see it now, you know, um, of course, because I'm here now, dig it, I'm on the other side of what he wanted me to do, the direction he wanted me to take at that time. But that time that I was not this side to see, okay, this is what it has, this is what, what this and this has come to. It was like, God, what are you doing? What's this, what's going on? Uh, no, I don't think this thing will, no, 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 no. I, no. And he was just like, just consider, just consider. Ah, I said, no. I was like, why are you trying to punish me? Of course, that was the time that I said to me, one kind of got offended. You know, but again, I'm sharing this so that we see that there are times too that you know, you know come to point. But for me, it took some, not like it took some woes. 
he took some words to now say, eh? Ah, God, I see, I, I, I yield. I can see your, I can see your plan. Because it was at that time, okay, since I resist, I resist, okay, have your way. Right? And then I had my way. And then I began to, at some point, my way was leading to destruction before his hand of mercy now came and right delivered me. Now, like I said, all of that would have been avoided if I just, but again, I, I've, I've learned the lesson, I've learned the lesson, right? Now, because of that, I now see the wisdom then he says, this is the direction. Now, if I'm struggling with it, it's now a cause. Now I understand that it is an, it is an, first of all, is to understand that everyone will probably come to that point. Do you remember even the Lord himself when it was time for him to what? Go to the cross. Do you remember? Yeah. That was the will of God, isn't it? But what was his prayer? Father, everything is possible for you. If it, nothing is impossible for you, if it be possible, let this cup what pass from me. Meaning he didn't, he, he, he didn't want to do it at that point. But immediately, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Bible says that he prayed that prayer three times. He prayed that prayer. Father, he cried out. Because before then, he read, he says, he told his disciples, my soul is filled with sorrow, with even, up, even to the point of death. And then he went to pray. So at that point, maybe there was still, you know, some form of struggle, but again, at the end, nevertheless, not my way. So really he prayed that prayer, and of course, he saw that this is the only way. <sighs> you can't rest in it. The moment you do, you find it. That's when you have peace. So you have peace, and then you just trust him. God has a way of, God has a way of bringing things uh, past in strange ways that you will never think that is the way to happen. But when it now happens, you will look back and thank him and say, thank you. Thank you for not allowing me to have my way. Thank you for not. Yes, thank you for not allowing me to have my Thank you for you know, revealing what the way that you wanted me to do. And then you'll be glad that, okay, you 
you even though you struggled with it, but you eventually entered eventually entered that way or you walked in that way. Does that make sense? So I don't know. I'm just saying that too. I don't know how that yes, encourage encourage you. His ways, like you said, not our ways. His thoughts higher than ours, just like ours. So, a lot of things that now you not understand. No matter how much you try to, how this thing, what kind of, can God say I should know? Oh, you're trying to do okay, is it that this, this, this? You will never know. It is that step, is, is, is that's why it's called faith. It's when you step into it, you will now, you know, and you're on the other side, that's when you see it. When you see it, you'll be like, wow, this is what he was planning. It's also to even, it's also a way of. Is his wisdom also against the enemy? Against the, the enemy's plan for our life. So it's a hidden wisdom even from the enemy. Make sense? Yeah. So please be encouraged. Yes, thoughts for you, not thoughts of good, not of evil. There was hope and the future. So, yeah. Robert, anything? Well, Robert, are you there? Okay, I guess not. Okay. Um, there is one. Let me see, there are two prayer points. I would like us to pray. Um, today. Um, the first one is what we've been talking about. That the Lord will help us not to fret or to be worried or to be displeased, or to be angry, or to be offended by him because of maybe you know. And if we are, that the Lord should help us that we just repent. The Lord should help us and just give us, help us to come to that place of understanding and yielding 
is grace. See, I realize that the help, even when we struggle with things, even with things of God, it's still in God that we will find the grace and strength and the ability to do those things. It is, it is still with Him. So there is no man who is who has given his life to God, to Jesus, he knows that there is no other way. It is everything is in, is in good. And Sado is being in him When you are joyful, it's in him. When you are offended, it's in him. The only thing, what I talked about before, you know, it, 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 if I wasn't, if God did not, in his mercy, you know, I had not had, by his mercy, I had not had the kind of, you know, like deep relationship that I had with God, that kind of thing would have caused me to say, you know what? Come. This thing, this thing, this thing, this thing. This thing. I need to consider this thing. Even though Satan tried to put those thoughts, but ah, this thing just he put those thoughts, but no, 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 it was a battle for me. And, you know, I just I I I I knew there was no other way. I said I can't go anywhere, I can't go back. If I go back, it would, it would be very foolish. And stupid. this is me now for me, very stupid. Foolish of me to go back. I after all that, after what I know now. So it's like I was just there. Couldn't move forward because I can't go back. It's not possible. So I had to deal with it. Found but I found joy again. That thing. Because I knew there was no other way. I said, God, there's no other way. I have to see, we have to settle this thing. Also, love compelled me. <laughs> because I always remembered how, even though this period was that period was very difficult for me, God, I always remembered how. I'll go. How I decide. For me, it was like that. I think I know what is broken. Leo? Can you hear me? Okay, no, yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Were you guys hearing what I was saying? No, it was breaking. Oh, my Jesus. 
Anyways. My, I was just saying that one of the reasons why I couldn't leave as well was because of love, in the sense that if not that, you know, by the mercy of God, that because of the relationship I have with God, deep things I've gone through with God, I has been there for me, you know. If I wasn't that rooted, that situation was able to block me out, you know. How difficult it was for me. But thank God for his mercy, thank God for his grace, thank God for his for his patience, you know, and his forbearance and his long suffering. Truly, truly, the Lord is good and is merciful. So that's the first prayer point. For God to help us not to come to that place of offense. And if we're in that place, then the Lord should help us. Knowing that, Lord, I have no other no source but you. I have no other joy but you. Except you have any other one. I have no other strength but you. I have no other one but you. So it's only you that I can, you know, find my way forward, not in any other thing, any other place, any other person. So Lord, help me. Help me. Right? But before we pray that prayer, first of all, I just want us to. Just thank God for the word that you have received. Let's just thank him. Father, thank you for the word. Thank you for the light that you've shown in our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. What is a lamp unto our feet, light unto our path. Thank you, Jesus, for the life that you have received in the word. Thank you. With your presence, thank you for teaching us, thank you for guiding us. Thank you for the ask that you help us to be doers of our Grant us the grace and the capacity and the ability, the notion and all that is needed for us, oh God, to, to, to live out the word that we receive in the name of Jesus. We just say thank you. Thank you once again. We bless your holy name in the mighty name Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So now we can pray that Lord help me. Give me the grace to guard my heart. Help me not to fret because of evil to us. Help me not to be displeased or angry. Offended because of you, be offended at you, with you, because because of evil doers, prosperity of evil doers, or because of you know some form of situation at all. But Lord, help me. And if one is already in a place of offense, that the Lord should help me deliver. 
knowing that it is only in him that we have strength. It's only in him that we, we have no other source but him. We have no other strength but him. So just let us open our mouth and just ask you. Let us pray. Father Lord, we ask that you help us, Lord, that we guard our hearts. Help us that we guard our hearts. Um, I think, can you hear me, Daniel? Yeah, I can hear you. I was about to say, I can't hear anything again. I think you got locked out. Yeah. Did you get locked out too? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, because it locked me out too as well. Oh, okay. I guess we just messed up. Yeah. Okay, we just, I think we were, um, we were praying um, for God to help us not to be offended so we can continue to pray that until um he comes back to the meeting so um heavenly right. father we mm-hmm. ask that you may take away the spirit of, of offense from each and every single one of us here that lord when we see that people are prospering as a result of doing evil that we will not fret that whatever whatever spirit in us that will cause us to fret we ask that you oh lord you take it away in the mighty name of Jesus, that you will remind us to always trust in you and to commit our ways to you, oh Lord. This is what we ask. And we are asking according to your word. 
and your word tells us that when we take the light in you, oh Lord, so may you help and strengthen every single person here so that they can take to the light in you and in your word. Because as we remain in you, oh Lord, your word says that we shall bear good fruits. So we ask that you may strengthen us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Okay. So, um, sorry, Zoom. Zoom was being Zoom. Yeah, no worries. No worries. <laughs> okay. My second prayer point, right? Mm-hmm. Taking from um, Luke. 22 verse um, it's 221 look 21 sorry not 22 21 Verse. Okay, from verse, I'll read from verse 34 to 36, but our prayer point will be 36. Okay, no, our prayer point will be both from 34 to 36. So let me read it. So this this was um, when Jesus was again describing the things, the coming of the Son of Man, the things that are to happen at the end, the signs of the times and the end of age. And then Jesus Jesus says in verse, can we see it? Yes, please. So Jesus says from verse 34, after he has said (coughs) all these things, and he said, oh, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. As the phone I said, but take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and the cares of this life, that that day come on you unexpectedly. For it to come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. It says, watch therefore and pray always. I, I decided to take this word very literal. When Jesus says, pray always. Pray, I want to be praying always, personally. Watch therefore and pray always that you may, you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. So that is our prayer point. That Lord, it's in twofold. That Lord, Help me that my heart is not weighed down, arousing drunkenness or the, or the ways of the world or 
the cares of this life. So these are thorns, right? Even in the Bible of the Soa, one of the things that was the third set of people not to be truthful was that even though they were growing, they also allowed thorns around them to grow. And it says those thorns, the deceitfulness of riches, the cares of this world or the cares of this life, there might be something what we call genuine, you know. But it's at that point, it's just a distraction. So that our hearts are not we. An example might be, um, I don't know, at some point, oh, maybe someone might say, ah. The only thing that's come to head is marriage. Okay, I'm not married, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Lord, when? When? So that Lord, when? Mm-hmm. Is now make one sluggish, right? Mm-hmm. The things of God. Make them, they are weighed down, they are heavy because it has not happened. Does that make sense? So that's a yeah, care for this life. Okay. Not that, okay, of course, one's not desire, right? But it's now weighing one down. It's now causing one to be weighed down. So, so first prayer Lord, help us help our hearts. First of all, nothing will weigh our heart down. Not carousing, not drunkenness, not the cares of this life, not the deceitfulness of riches. So let's just pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, I ask that you may help my heart. You may help the authority. So that day will not come, come, not come upon us. That is why our heart will not weigh down with profound will not be in the pursuit of something that God did not send us. Would it be in him, oh God, that whatever will take And if you will now come, now go for it. I ask that you, oh Lord, will help us. Be prepared. And as a result of you, my word helps us that those that focus on you or their case, you who shall be profound. And if we are in perfect peace, oh Lord, our hearts will not be weighed down with the drunkenness and the cares of this life. Every time the curse of this life, oh Lord, seeps its way into our heart to cause anxiety and worriness in our heart, we ask that you may remind us of your word, Heavenly Father, so that we will put our trust in you and we will put our confidence in you, oh God, that whatever it may be, Jesus, we will not be weighed down. We ask you, oh Lord, remind us daily of your word. And as we meditate tonight, your word tells us that we shall be blessed, oh God. And so help us, help us, oh God, help Papa.
Nana Pasiki will be waiting in the mind of me, Jesus. To go second part, to pray in the second part. Status. He says, says, watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that you come to us. Which things, all the things that you mentioned. Right? You offended, to be offended, people will fall away, will discontinue from the faith, betray one another. The love of many will wax, iniquity will abound, so the love of many will wax cold. You know. There will be many things be in that day that we always use COVID as a fear. That there are many people filled with anxiety and fear. That's because you know, the fact that they have not been taking root. In that time, they felt victim, the thing that is upon the world. There are many things that are coming upon the world, just also as part of judgment upon the world. So our prayers, Lord, help us. That we may be counted worthy to escape all these things, even the strong delusion. There will be a lot of deception, and many people will believe it. God forbid, we will not be among those who believe a lie. We will be among those who our eyes will be open. Yes, the Lord will open our eyes. We will trust in Him so the Lord will open our eyes. So let's pray that we will be counted worthy to escape all these things. To come to pass and to stand before him without you know, spot, blameless, without spot, without favor, in the name of Jesus. Jesus help us. We pray that you help us to be counted worthy to escape all the things that are coming from the world. Shock strong delusion, deception, you know, sorrow. Lawlessness, confusion, anxiety, fear, and all those things that come from you. But I had to be secure in you. But even now, that is, you know, we begin to secure, we begin to invest our heart in you now. Yes, so that when that day, when that time comes, Lord Jesus, oh, we'll be strong in you, we will not be moved. As we know, we do not take us from our ways. In the name of Jesus. When they say there is a casting down, you say there is a lifting. Pratina Saikumbe, Retote Tisha Kababrela, Ababrela Babambe. Oh Jesus, we pray that you help us. Help me, help me, help your people, God, help the church. Saitu Rada Kabri, help us, oh God, that we give ourselves, that we, that we, that we begin to put our trust in you now, make you hope. Yes, Zebele Kababona Bele, that you be counted worthy. To escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before you without, without blemish, spotless, that are done in the valley white and pure, and that our heads like no boy shall be Stand before you holy, blameless, without, without blemish. Oh, 
in the name of Jesus. Oh God, search our hearts and lead our hearts in the way everlasting. In the name of Jesus, if there be any weight still, we ask for God, let it be, let it be lifted. Let it be lifted in the name of Jesus. Let it be lifted in the name of Jesus. Zabala Ombre, we receive grace to lay aside every weight. Mumpazino Veli Babama, Ibaraka Varote, Spovente Bemembe, Ayayayaya, Keboko Velede, Abuni Silo, Scabra, Mantishale, Orotete, Apreke, Rabam, Abambe, Okokoilai. you have no other source but you. You, oh Lord, are strength and soul. You have become our salvation. Our strength is in you. Our hope is in you. Our future is in you. The only life that we have is in you. I have no one else but you. I have no other habitation of God but you. With the blood of Jesus, you alone are my son, my strength, my and my salvation. There is nowhere else to go but you. You are a refuge, a fortress, a God in you. Trust. Shanti Sadad. Ozi Babalai. Ozi Babalai. Ozi Babalai. Tabune Bella. Ubele Bebali. Urefeneta. Kumisande. Osiande Kabaria de Safrande. Oh God, I just pray, oh God, that you help everyone who is in the mighty Manande, Savalia, they shall see that you will bring it to us. We shall see how you work it out perfectly. Overrada Sile, O pretty Dabalia, Tabeli, Yagaga, Ayababo, Rato Tete, Hansqui, Jebele, Wani, Abwani Male, Opatisa, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 
Not from me, no. Okay. So, Father Lord, we just thank you once again for today. Thank you, Jesus, for like, the word we have received. Thank you for the prayers that we have prayed. Continue to pray these prayers. God to, to always be found in you, to be, to be strong in you, to be rooted in you. So I pray, oh God, for we ask and we say, declare, hearing of all that we belong to you, I belong to you, my brethren, we belong to you, we are your property. So Lord, help us to always find rest and joy. Everything that we need, life and forgiveness, can be born in you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.